close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Ivory, and today's topic is removing blocks to spiritual experiences. This is a big topic um, if you're trying to build yourself into a place where you can receive angelic communications, where you can see them, feel them, hear them. If you want to have other types of paranormal supernatural experiences, if you want to open yourself up to your own spiritual gifts, this shows for you. Before I jump in, I want to say hello to my listeners in Perth, Western Australia. I have a dear friend in that area of the world. Hi, Greg. And uh, have a special fondness for Australia. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate your support of the show. Let's start with this topic. Um, barriers, when I say removing blocks, it's the same as removing barriers. So a lot of times people say, oh, I don't have barriers. I'm completely open to it. Barriers that you have to all of this could be subconscious. You can have them and not even know you have them. And that's true for a lot of people. So how does that happen? I mean, we know how we can put it on ourselves. We're conscious of doing it ourselves, right? But if we are having this happen subconsciously, it can start in childhood and often does. Uh, an example of that would be if you are raised in a family that's very religious and has an aversion to anything unusual happening, something paranormal, supernatural. Uh, for instance, my family's very conservative. And when I was young and would talk about things that were happening, they would say, oh, don't say things like that. Or you have such an imagination. However, it's handled if it's not like, tell me more. What are you experiencing? What does it look like? If you're not getting a response like that, then in some way and fashion, you're being told, don't talk about it. There's something negative about that. And so you start pushing those things back. And that is forming a barrier, a block to you completely receiving these experiences. I have had a lot of clients come to me and say, Ivory, I would love to experience the things you do. I would love to see my angels um, and and I want them. I want all of you to have these experiences. And there's no reason why you can't once you overcome these blocks. So um, some other reasons that these blocks or barriers can form without you realizing it is that maybe you have come to a conclusion you don't want to let those things develop. And so you pushed your gifts down. You pushed your experiences down. You you said, oh, I must have imagined that, or, or that couldn't have really happened, or I shouldn't be having experiences like that. 
then you start having less experiences like that. The barrier, the block gets bigger and thicker until it's very hard to push past it, but it's never impossible. Uh, The bigger or thicker that barrier or block gets just means you have to work at it more intensely and for a longer period to break through it. But if you truly want to expand your gifts, if you want to experience communications with angels, if you want to have other kinds of paranormal supernatural experiences, then it does require moving past those blocks or barriers. What are they? They're energetic. It's not a physical thing in your body or in your brain. It's energetic. It's and it's thoughts. You know, our thoughts can definitely put up blocks if we are have an aversion to something, fear, anxiety can put those blocks and barriers up. You know, whatever words you want to use for it, it's the same thing. So, you know, I did write a book and the book is Let Your Angels Lead. I'm not promoting the book. I'm just telling you because the longest chapter in that book is about breaking through these blocks. And so the information we're going to go over is actually in this chapter. And I just kind of want to, I want to talk about this because if you get tense, you get frustrated, you get nervous, it just makes it more challenging for you to be able to communicate. And I'm just going to say with your angels, but again, it's about anything unusual, supernatural, paranormal, or celestial. So one of the first things that you can do is spend some time doing one of these things and probably every day until you start seeing some progress with your abilities. One is meditation. It takes you out of your head. It allows your subconscious to take over and you can make great progress. I suggest that before you meditate, you say, I am doing this meditation with the intention of bringing down any barriers that remain within me that are keeping me from experiencing my angels. You can do yoga. You can spend time in nature. A time in nature is a very healing experience for many, many reasons on many levels. Uh, Definitely will help you break through these barriers, just getting out there. Uh, Gardening, because it helps you get into a meditative state and getting your hands in the soil is very grounding. Singing or playing a musical instrument. And if if you don't do either, listening to music, sing along. It's not about being a great singer. It's about the experience of being part of music. So give yourself into it. Send everybody else away and sing like you're in the shower. And it's just for you. Listening to music that uplifts you, um, I think a great way to start the day is music. I was interviewing uh, Chrissy May recently on the show, and she was talking about how part of her spiritual practice in the morning is that she starts by listening to beautiful music. She has a very intentional start to her day, as I do. And I like how part of hers was listening to beautiful music. So whatever uplifts you, it's different for different people. I have a CD that like I it transports me. I first heard it during a massage therapy session and I I had like an out of body experience it was called Holy Harmonies which is available on Amazon. I found I got myself a copy there. Um that CD is absolutely transporting for me. But you know, you can listen to a sample of it on Amazon, see if you like it. Find the music that uplifts you that you can feel your frequency rising as you listen to it. And another big one is dancing. 
Isn't it interesting how so much is about music, dancing? Again, it's not about being the best dancer. You don't have to be a champion dancer, just moving to the music as your spirit moves you to do. Uh, You don't have to go out in public to do it. You can dance around your living room. You can dance wherever you like, dance in your yard, dance on your patio, but put in some music you love and get moving. So all of these activities will pull you out of any kind of negative emotions, which are low frequency and anything low frequency makes it, makes it harder to break through these barriers. It makes it harder to, to experience your angels. So it's going to lift your spirits. These things are going to raise your frequency. You're going to hear me talk about that a lot on this show because it's the key to very many abilities and experiences. A natural result of that frequency rising is it makes it easier for you to feel your angels. You get, you know, angels frequencies up here, we're down here. So we want to get our frequency as high as we can so we can feel theirs. So I would say do one or more of those activities for at least an hour every day if you can. That's probably asking a lot. Uh, If you're still working, um, I know I don't have an hour a day to do that, but do what you can. 10 minutes is better than not doing it at all then try to feel your angels. Try to see them. Try to hear them. If you're still feeling stuck, like you're not making progress with this, then bump things up by doing one of those things a little longer every day. Try a different one of those activities. I know that life is busy, but you need to fit your spiritual practice in. Make this part of your spiritual practice. Another thing you can do is clear your energy with essential oils. I I used to use burning sage and then I use burning Palo Santo. I am allergic, highly allergic to both of them now. So uh, my lungs, I can't breathe. My eyeballs swell up. It's not pretty. So I learned how to do it with essential oils. And we're going to talk about um, the ones that are really effective for that. Um, This is... uh, just taking a few of the scents that you really like. I dab them. So actually I put some on myself because it's most effective on you. Put it on the four corners of your room. You can just dab a little bit on the four corners of doorways, windows. You might diffuse that combination in your home or office to raise the frequency around you. And here's a list of some of the essential oils that I use for energy clearing. Number one is rose. It is considered the queen of all essential oils. It's a sacred substance and it has the highest frequency. And that's, well, number one, I'm a, I have got chemical sensitivities. So here we go. You're going to get the picture. I can't wear perfumes or, or colognes. So I wear, I wear Bulgarian rose oil and Bulgarian rose products because Uh, They're all natural. I can wear that. And I always put that on me before I do mediumship with angels because uh, I need to raise my frequency as high as possible so I can hear them, see them, feel them as clearly as possible for other people. It's different communicating with other people's angels than it is much easier to communicate with your own than with other people's. So the best one is Bulgarian Rose. How did I learn that? I traveled to Bulgaria about 20 years ago, and one of the places we went was a a monastery that was built into the side of a cliff, and the monks there grew Bulgarian rose, and they made rose oil products to support their monastery, and I bought 
a good amount of their products. And since then, I've continued to buy from them online. Yes, the Bulgarian monks are online and it is super high frequency. Like no other rose oil really does that for me. Another one is basil essential oil. It's considered sacred through most of the world. It's well known for providing protection when you're in crowds. So Um, But that's not what we're talking about today. Today's topic, we're talking about breaking through those blocks, getting your frequency high so that you can experience angels. Another great oil is cypress. I actually use that one quite a lot. Um, It purifies surrounding energies and uplifts frequency at the same time. So you get the energetic protection and uplift of your frequency all at the same time. It also gives you a feeling of being more grounded and secure. And in this crazy chaotic world we're living in right now. We all need all of that we can get. Another great one is frankincense. You read about it in the Bible. It's part of the story of the birth of baby Jesus. There's a reason. It's a sacred essential oil. It's known for purification. So this essential oil removes negative influences in your body, your energy, and the environment around you. So anything that removes negativity allows your positive frequency to rise higher. Another one is juniper. Uh, Be careful with this one. If you have an allergy to juniper trees, you should not use juniper oil telling you I have that. Learn the hard way. But it does end negativity. So if you're not allergic and you're feeling like there's you've gotten into a place of being negative, that's a very low frequency emotion, anything that's negative. So you want to maybe try the juniper oil. It also cleanses your energy and anything harmful to having good health. And it transforms negative energy into positive energy, much like Archangel Uriel. The next one is lavender oil, one of my very favorites. I I don't know why, but when I was young, I didn't like it. And now I, I really developed this strong fondness for the scent of lavender essential oil. Uh, I actually use that one of the ones to purify my home in a diffuser every day, all day. So it clears out and neutralizes energies that will not leave your space. And you can imagine with the work I do, there could be some lingering energies. And I don't want that. I don't want a super free way of spirit in my house. So I clear it out. So it's just me and my angels here. The next one is myrrh, another biblical essential oil. You read about that, heard about it. It purifies the environment. And when combined with with other oils, it actually increases the potency of the other oils. So it's a nice one. If you like the scent, and I do, add a couple drops of that to your mix. Sage, there is a sage essential oil. If you're allergic to the burning sage, you should not use the sage essential oil. But if you're not, it neutralizes any negativity and creates a psychic shield against tension. So if you're having problems with feeling stress, anxiety, anything like that, it's going to help. Palo Santo, again, if you're allergic to Palo Santo, don't use the essential oil. But legend is that this essential oil carries the sacred Palo Santo tree's spirit. It detoxifies, cleanses, purifies, grounds, and raises your frequency. It's a scent Um, Actually, the burning Palo Santo is something Native Americans use, as well as sage, of course. Uh, Peppermint's another one I use every day because I personally find it very uplifting. It's a powerful astringent, but it's used for clearing tension and and negative vibes. 
So it's an outstanding choice for uplifting a toxic work environment. If that's a true thing for you, then you know those little sticks you can put in a little jar with oil, put peppermint oil in that little jar and the sticks. So the scent, it won't go very far, but around you, it will purify your immediate area and keep you feeling uplifted. The next one is cedar wood, also sometimes called Virginian. This is a majestic tree that expresses a great spiritual strength. This option is what's needed when you experience a dark energy attack, and that can certainly bring your frequency down. So I, I say you create a little kit. Take two or three of these scents you really like. That See if they mix well together. Put them in a little bottle with a combination And that's what you're going to use. Keep them in a cool, dry location so they keep their potency. And again, uh, I say something as I'm dabbing the essential oils for clearing around the window frames, door frames, dabbing on myself. And what I say is I release all negative energy and allow only light and love to exist within me and around me. Anything that is not for the best and highest good must leave now. I permit myself to raise my frequency to the highest level possible for me at this time. And I say this repeatedly as I'm putting the oil on my chakras. I put them on, again, around the room, sometimes around the house. You put those in your own words. It is never necessary nor nor important for you to say word for word what I say. That Use that as a guideline. Write words that work for you, that feel natural for you, that resonate for you. And then I say a little prayer afterwards. And here is what I say. Again, you're welcome to use your own. God, surround me in the golden bubble of your love and protection, sealing in my positive energy and good health and sealing out all negative energy and those from the lower realms. I send white light to the lower realms so that only peace and love may enter in. Amen. So that if that's not working, if you still feel like you're not, your frequency is not high enough, you're still not, your gifts aren't expanding, you're not able to see, hear, feel your angels, or or you're not improving upon that, maybe you can do it, but it hasn't improved, then it's time to think about your chakras. There's seven of them within the human body, and these are are, are discs of energy, wheels or discs of energy. They're centers in your body. And a person functions best when all those chakras are open and balanced. And if they become blocked, you can experience physical, mental, emotional issues related to a particular chakra being blocked. So the seven chakras are the crown, which is the top of the head, third eye, right here, kind of between the eyebrows, throat, center front of the throat, the heart, center of chest, solar plexus, upper stomach, and sacral just below the belly button. And the last one is root, the base of the spine. So when your chakras are open and functioning well, you're going to feel a difference. And here's a description of the changes you may experience in a method of testing how to open how open each of your chakras are. The reason that you'll feel different is because each chakra provides a different set of experiences once they're fully open. You'll be aware of related levels of the universe and possibly even different worlds beyond the physical. These are known as parallel worlds or universes or other dimensions. These subplanes of the celestial universe are awe-inspiring 
beyond what we know in our physical world. Through the opening of your chakras, these become available for you to experience. You could also find that you're gaining insights into the elusive functioning of nature itself. You'll likely develop more sensitivity around your five senses, plus the clairs, clear seeing, clear healing, clear feeling, clear emotion, clear taste, clear smell, and clear touch. There's so many clairs, which are different psychic abilities. So clairs comes from the French word clair, meaning clear. And this refers to the extraordinary ability of one or more of the seven spiritual clairs, such as clair seeing, that exceeds conventional understanding. When your chakras open fully, you can find yourself gaining insight into life force, feeling compassion for the human race, gaining deeper respect for animals and earth, or feeling even a more intense connection to God, your creator. Um, I, you never know how it's going to affect you, but it will all be positive and it will be a personal journey for you, just like everything else is on a spiritual journey. So I'm going to show you a pendulum. I actually have mine here. I use it in dealing, um, communicating with angels and sometimes with health issues for people. So mine is this beautiful little natural stone and it actually, ha it has a fairy on one end because it's the closest I could find to an angel <laughs> at the time I was getting one. So a pendulum is just a heavy stone on the end of a chain and it has a little piece for you to hold because you're going to hold it like this and it responds to a person's energy chakra the energy of the land or a presence and for example it can pick up the energy coming from your chakras and give you a visual idea of how open or closed each of your chakra is so there are various purposes for a pendulum uh, the following instructions are specific to determine the state of a chakra and mark your progress. And I advise journaling this so you can follow your progress. And it provides a visible reflection of the state of your aura. You can ask someone to do this for you, which is easier than doing it yourself. But you can hold the pendulum by the charm directly in front of your crown chakra, about five inches away. So you're going to hold it like this, letting the stone end hang down. And you can also use a necklace with a heavy pendant on it and just hold the clasp it and hold the clasp and let the heavy pendant hang down. You can use that. You don't have to buy a pendulum. And then you run your fingers slowly down the chain to stop any movement. And you say, show me the current state of my crown chakra and give some time for that pendulum to start showing movement. It will usually move in a clockwise direction. And if it moves wide open, I'm going to show you what that looks like. If I don't, if I can quite drop it on the floor, I'm going to break my beautiful pendulum. Here we go. If it does this, like a big wide circle like this, your chakra is wide open. So if you hold it, don't get it too close to yourself, especially when you're doing your third eye. It's easy to bonk yourself in the head. I've seen people do it. If the pendulum doesn't move at all, it means that chakra is blocked. If it moves a little bit, it's showing you that it's it's open a bit. It's not completely closed, but it should be a nice wide circle when it's wide open. So if you find that a chakra is blocked, it's not fully open, you can try one of these exercises. I found these on a post from learnreligions.com. 
The first one is visualization. So you hold the pendulum still before whatever chakra. I I advise doing all seven. And visualize heavy wooden doors closed over your chakra. They're tough to open. See yourself pushing from inside. See a sliver of light as the doors open a bit. Push harder until those doors are wide open. Then see golden light filling up your chakra, pushing out anything that is keeping it from being clear and balanced. Finally, feel your chakra becoming warm and radiating that golden light. Open your eyes and see what the pendulum is doing. It should begin to swing wider as your chakra opens. Close your eyes again and allow that golden light to continue doing its work. See that in your mind, the doors of your chakra becoming lighter, smoothly opening as needed. Occasionally, open your eyes again to see the pendulum movement. Continue until the pendulum swings widely for about or about five minutes at past. It's not always possible to open a chakra in one try. The amount of time involved to open them will depend on how blocked it is, how long it's been blocked, what led to the blockage in the first place. Some blocks can be very powerful and have deep roots. For example, severe trauma from long ago can take a while to clear. Uh, Another one is you can open with exercise. So it's interesting for each chakra, there's different physical and mental exercises to do to open it. With a crown chakra, do prayer and meditation. The third eye or brow chakra, lucid dreaming, which is when you're sort of daydreaming, visualization, and remote viewing. The throat chakra is singing, gargling with salt water, or screaming. Not my favorite. Heart chakra, hugging, swimming the breaststroke, or doing push-ups. Solar plexus, dancing the twist, hula hooping, or belly dancing. Sacral chakra, pelvic thrusts, and circular pelvis movements. Some belly dancing moves provide this movement. Root chakra, stomping your feet upon the ground, marching in place, or doing squats. For your aura, showering, soaking in an Epsom salt bath, smudging with sage or palo santo, using essential oils, or deep cleansing breaths. So these are just some of the methods. I'm going to continue this over on Patreon. I remind you that I give you seven days free to check it out. You can access pretty much everything for seven days. See if you like it. See if it's helpful for you before you make a decision. And some things I make available for everybody all the time because I don't want money to ever be a reason why you can't get the help that you need. So check out over there. It's The Angel Room, same as the name of the show on Patreon. And tune in next week. The topic is Elementals, a return to nature spirits. Last time I focused on fairies by request. This time I've had a request for other types of elementals, which I'll talk about. So that's going to be a fun little whimsical episode. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. episode.